therapy doesn't always work. And listen, I'm a big proponent of therapy. I am. So for you to come on this week and be like, whoa, wait, we're starting the, th- the week off with you saying don't go to therapy. There are certain times I really think that therapy doesn't work. And there are certain situations it's time to break up with your therapist. But when do you do that? We're going to break this all down in a very honest conversation today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast, everybody. Happy Monday. Welcome to our show. Really happy you're here. Honestly, very thankful you're here. Uh, we got three principles on the show in case you're new. You live, you laugh, you love my mom. You, we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom. My co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I'm curious if anybody would click on securitysaveronline.com. Because last week, this is the story I was going to tell you on Friday. We ran out of time. Last week, my mom sent me a link. And she asked if this link was bogus. And um, it, uh, I, I'm not going to click on it. Um, but it says live, um, safe live tips, iPhone, incredible new app, Landers. I don't even know what Landers is. Um, and I I just said yes. Like, is it, she asked if it was bogus. And I just said, I didn't have to click on it. I'm just like, yes, I'm sure it's 100% bogus. Whatever this is, I'm sure it's bogus. So please do not click on this link, mother. Uh-huh. What? How, what is this link? What is this? Well, I was, strangely enough, I was reading an article about how to know if you're getting hacked. <laughs> and that came up as an ad in the article. And I why, thought. Why were you looking up if you're getting hacked? I'm just always curious about it, you know? I don't know. I got I got a strange message from someone that I found in my junk mail. Um, and it said, I know your password. And it gave one of my passwords. Oh. And then it was some bull crap about, I mean, this, this was old. This was like a couple of months old. Like, you better send me $261, $261, what an odd amount. Yeah. Or I am going to go online and point out all the websites you've been to. Like, like <laughs> he was threatening me. I was like, well, yeah, that's real scary. Yeah, I was about to say, not with you. Not too worried about that. No. Christian Daily and yeah. Mindful <laughs> Monthly. and Not too much to worry about. But, but the, it did kind of, um, but then it had a whole lot of stuff underneath it that had been crossed out like it didn't apply to me (laughs) okay right it was such junk but that is actually one of my old passwords so that's so strange what so so that now you think you're getting hacked now you're getting paranoid i don't know i just thought well maybe i am getting hacked even though i haven't seen any evidence of it um so then you're googling it to find out yeah and And that's how you run across this site of (laughs) (laughs) yeah Whatever. Like, keep yourself safe. Yeah. It's only three dollars. Don't. <laughs> don't. This is what I get genuinely concerned about. Just just please don't click on links. Any link and please don't enter your credit card. Like Amazon, okay. But other than Amazon, yeah. just just run it by me first. Honey, I burn that credit card up now. I bet. Don't have a balance on it. Mm-mm, I bet. No it. balance. I bet. <laughs> Uh, this is a big week. We'll talk about the overnight trip um, the, to Ocean City with my sugar mama tomorrow on podcast. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about – obviously, my sister's wedding is on Saturday. So I'm going to try to get her on this week too to talk about that because it's obviously been quite the saga. It has. Um, getting Dermaggie's 
second first wedding done. You know, it's crazy. Second only wedding. Second, second first wedding. Second part two to one and only. <laughs> There's no real classy way of saying it. It's been a mess. Okay. It, let's just say it's the reception. But it's not though. Because we're doing I the know, whole thing. I know. We're having a little renewal of vows ceremony. Yes, like, we are. How, we, you can't renew vows if it's been six weeks. Six months. Like, hope, hopefully, I'll still remember them. It's been you know? six months. I'm going I mean, to ask them. I'm going to say that. So after ask six it, months. Ask if they're still in. After six months. <laughs> Give John the still, chance to bail. Yeah. Do you still? And do you, Maggie, still? Do you, John, still? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be posting stuff on the certified fans page. So uh, certified fans will be getting a inside look into the wedding. Oh, wedding of the second wedding of the year. Um, <laughs> all right. Let me ask you this theory and what you think about this, because there was, I told you I was down at the gym uh, last week and I ran into my attractive, by the way, not that it matters, but she's very attractive and she's 50. I know this now because she told me um, uh, neighbor from upstairs. And she said something to me that I found really peculiar. And I was curious about how you mom felt about this. Okay. And um, it had to do with um, parents-in-law. And this would be an interesting topic for you because I didn't realize until after my grandma died that you and granny didn't get along in the first place. Didn't had no idea. Didn't have any idea. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a true statement. So, um, it wasn't like we, we were enemies. No, no, but no, no. we disagreed um, on a lot of things. Right. So, <laughs> I uh, here's what she said. She was like, "We're just kind of just chit chatting, right?" She's like, "I'm leaving for a couple of days," and I said, "Oh, where are you going?" She said, "I'm with my friend in Connecticut or somewhere. Uh, I'm just going to go visit my friend for a couple of days." She's like, "I'm going because my mother-in-law in law is here," and I was hmm. like, "What?" And she's like, "Yeah, I just." Um, I just, you know what, after 25 years of marriage, I just am like, I'm going to do what I want to do. And honestly, <laughs> I don't like spending time with her. So anytime that she comes now, the last, this, they've been doing this now for a year, she, I just leave. And I find an excuse just to leave on the weekends that she's here. Oh. And I was like, that's really interesting because you know, I'm, I'm in very much a state of mind right now, like doing of like finding my own voice and what I really like to do and like really figuring myself out. Yeah. And so let's say if she'd been married for 25 years and she got married at 25. Right. So yeah. basically when I got married. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I can imagine after 25 years of marriage that like what, what I found my personal experience is that like you never really get a chance to explore yourself because you're always thinking in group think you're always like mm -hmm. you're influenced by so many things around you, your partner, your kids, you know, everything mm -hmm. else. Mm hmm family in law, everything else. Mm -hmm. And after 25 years, she's just like, I don't, I don't like to hang out with my mother-in-law. Mm -hmm. So I'm just not going to do it. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to go and I'm going to go to a friend's house for every, you know, always find an excuse not to be here on the weekends <laughs> that I don't, I don't want to be here. Um, I, it, I, I wonder if her husband's okay with that. I don't know. I don't, I, and I don't even know. I honestly didn't ask her if she knew, you know, if, yeah. uh, if I he knew. I'm, that I'm was sure situation that, or not. I'm sure they probably figured that out. Oh, you would think, right? Oh my yeah. gosh, I would love to stay again, but again, oh my god, once again <laughs> for, the, for the fifth time. <laughs> Ma, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about if you just don't like a family member that you just don't associate with them? Well, do you think that's smart? If she's saying this is this is genuinely not what I want to do, I don't feel good when I'm around my mother-in-law. Yeah, so I'm just not going to do it. Well, I think I think we have the prerogative to do that. 
I don't think we have to be with anyone we don't want to be with. Um, Is it like not being a team player, though? Especially if they're causing causing you harm or pain. And I don't know what that relationship is. I mean, like with um, your gran and I, I mean, it wasn't like we didn't, we weren't together. We were. I I didn't avoid her. Yeah. Um, Because she was a great grandma. She was a great grandma to y'all. And she was a great mom to Jim. Just wasn't a good mother in law to me. Right. Um, But. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Gosh, that's tricky. That's what like, when I was thinking that I was like, because I'm I'm in such like the, and this wow. is like where I'm worried to like be in a relationship now. I'm telling you, this is the problem with being with doing work on yourself is you realize there's so many things that like you you stood for for so uh-huh. long uh-huh. and you didn't actually like, you didn't enjoy, well, and like you don't would, really want to do again. I you know, like for be- example, my mother-in-law, my ex-mother-in-law. Uh, wasn't a big fan of, but I would never like say that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't, I would yeah. like, I would never be like, well, I'm just not going to go to your mom's house because I just don't want to. It doesn't make yeah. me feel good. You know? Yeah. 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 And I'm wondering how many, how many people in relationship, that's the reason I want to bring it up. Is like, are you in a relationship and like, you just feel obligated to spend time with the, the parents-in-law, even though maybe you don't like them per se. Yeah. So mm. you hear a lot of stories about like, Oh, my mother-in-law's driving me crazy. It's you know, oh yeah, so, so hard to like be around Lots her. Lots of bad and, in-law stories. Oh my god, I hope none of them are ever about me. And I think a lot of people, yeah, <laughs> I think a lot of people just feel like they have to just go with it versus saying, "No, I'm not versus going." Versus saying, "No," you know, mm-hmm. because how how would I feel in reverse? I mean, mom, how would you feel if my ex-wife was like, "I just don't like being around your mom, so I'm just not going to go." Well, she kind of well. She doesn't like being around anybody <laughs> but herself. <laughs> so it's a little she different. Did let me know that in an indirect way. It wasn't necessarily you, though. You know what I mean? Like it was. She just no, didn't like to participate in anything. <laughs> yeah, literally everybody. But I, I mean, think she but, liked but, Maggie, though. But can you give her credit for that, though? Of saying it's not. I just don't like him, I mean, so I'm just not going to go. Yeah, you know, I just accepted that as that's who she is. Oh well. Yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That, that I don't whole think your dad took as kindly to that as I did. Well, I'll tell you that I um. What really was so funny? So we had this conversation. She's you know she just kind of we only talked for like five minutes. And she's kind of ranting about her mother in law. Then literally, I leave the gym, run right into the husband and the mother, like and his mom. <laughs> oh I'm like, oh my, my god, god, this is awkward now. You know, like oh. they were like going outside. I was like, oh hey guys. So she wasn't leaving without seeing her at all. No, they, they, I think she spent one night there, and then she was going to oh, leave. I got she just didn't it. And that was it. all she could take, and then but she I found had it very to interesting. Play. Very I, interesting. I think that's interesting to ask our listeners what they think of that. But I also think if if that were me, and I and I had decided that I was not going to be around her, then I would have to have that conversation with my spouse. Like I would have to have well, an how understanding. How would you feel about that? I mean, how would you Jim feel? And that, I mean, it's different because your family is, you know. Your your parents both passed away a while ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, how would you feel if he came to you and he said, listen, I don't like your parents, so I don't really want to be around them. How would that sit well, with you? You know, they may not like him either. <laughs> I mean, on both sides. You know what I mean? Out. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, how would you feel if, if like, if he didn't like your parents and he's like, every time like they come that. in town, I want, I want I, to leave. I wouldn't like that. What would you say to that? I wouldn't like that. I would say these are my parents and you need to respect them and spend time with them. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. It's just, it hit me. Cause like there's so, so much, so much of me is like, yes, do what you want to do. Do what makes you alive. And there's a part of me that's like, oh, I don't know. It just feels so disrespectful, you know? Yeah. On the mm-hmm. other side. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to comment on that, like any, anybody in a situation like that, cause I'm sure a lot of you guys smile through time with your parents in law, you know, mm-hmm. that you don't really want to oh, do it. Yeah. But has anybody ever said, I just don't want to go. You know, mm-hmm. I've never heard a story like that before until, until this last week. Yeah. Where I was like, Oh my God, like that's, that's pretty bold, you know? <laughs> Running away That's from super home. Bold, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, basically like, like just say, I don't want to be a part of it. I just don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> so you know? I'm going on a little vacation. So I'm just going to go. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Maybe she does that with her husband too. She gets tired of him. She takes off. That's Maybe, that's you know, bad. 25 years. I mean. Hey, it's not all yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like when you come to, to, to wherever I'm living for two weeks. That's right. Exactly. I, I get come, it now. I come solo. I get it. <laughs> I understand now. Um, let's do uh, let's do Maryland Monday. What do you say? Okay. We didn't do it last week because I forgot to look up a fact, but this week I got you. Okay. I, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, most of you you do. I, and, I, and by the way, Maryland Monday is because I feel like no one knows anything about Maryland including unless you, you live here. Yeah, including me. <laughs> um, but but seriously, like like if you don't live here, what the hell do you know about Maryland? It's so small. Like, what do you know about it? Nothing. Yeah. yeah. Very little facts. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know what? We're going to put Maryland on the map. We're going to just teach you one fact every Monday. And so then like you never know when this might just pop up in a trivia game. And then you'll know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maryland crabs. Maryland is known for their crabs. And you may know that part. Like, mm-hmm. mom, did you know that before I moved up here? Oh, like Maryland crabs. Yeah. That was like a thing. Every okay. time every time I put anything out about I was coming to see you, that's all the feedback I got. Crabs, right? Best crabs, place crabs, to go crabs. Eat crab. Mm-hmm. Um, during the lunch at Chesapeake Bay, by the way, they sell more crab cakes. They do hot hot dogs and hamburgers wow. combined. So like wow. it's it's like a big cultural thing here. It's yeah. a very hard place to be a vegan, honestly, because it, I mean mm. it's like part of the actual culture. It's like what you do. Like families gather and like like when, when you get like together as family, what you eat is you eat, you just do like these crab feasts. That's like, right. They literally put these. They they put like brown paper. Um, what would you call it? like a brown paper? Yeah, like, like craft paper. Craft paper out, and they mm-hmm. literally dump crabs, like like steamed crabs, on the table, and you like rip them apart. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like that's how people like gather here, right? It's so nasty. I mean, if you think about, it, don't ask me. I mean, I'm, I'm the wrong person to ask, right? But I mean, it's like a thing here. Like it's, I mean, it's it's really how people gather. It's interesting. Uh, the states produces the uh, more blue crabs and soft clams than any other U.S. state. So wow. it happens right here in Maryland, mm. and that is your Maryland Monday. Okay. Right. I can't wait to eat some vegan crab cakes. You'll be here. I know, and we know You'll where to go here. for them now. And we, we got plenty. Yeah, we got plenty of spots mm. now. We do. Exciting. Uh, all right, let's get to our quote for today. Every day we do a quote, and we okay. kind of break it down with my mom. So what we got, mom? Okay, it's pretty simple, but it's pretty powerful, too. It's Winston Churchill. If you're going through hell, keep going. Think about that. If you're going through hell, keep going. Don't give up. It's going to pass. You're going to get through it. Keep your chin up and keep moving forward. And for sure, don't stop. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't stop. I think that's a way to look at it, too, is like, yeah. if you're going through hell, like, keep going. Don't stop. Like, don't right. stop in it. Mm-mm. Like, you got you to keep working through whatever it is, you know? Yes. Um, and then, because sometimes we will do that. You know what I mean? Like, we're like, oh. man, we're so miserable. We're just miserable. It's such a hard time right now. And then we'll just stew. Mm-hmm. 
and the misery of it mm-hmm. versus actually taking the steps mm-hmm. to get out of it. I have a friend, and you know this friend, that's been stuck in hell for almost, what, 35 years? Oh, wow. Over a that's bitter a long divorce. Time. Over a bitter divorce, and she just can't move through it. Yeah. Well, you got to keep moving these hard times. You know what I mean? Like, don't don't let them crush your spirit. That's right. I get I get a, I get a bad reputation. Uh, a lot of people think that I am scarred from my last divorce, which I sure I am. Like I'm sure I am. Right? Like I'm. Hmm. Uh, the, the hard well, times have a way. Of, who well, yeah, isn't of scarred course. from a divorce? From for our, any hard time, right? Like hard yeah. hard situations change us. Yeah. right? it changes. Yeah. Um, and, but I mean that like, like, trust me, the things that happened in my last days at channel nine, three, three, y'all, it would have broken a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, it, and in a lot of ways it has for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, 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 it's really like changed my perspective on a lot of things. I'll never be the same after the way I was treated there. Mm-hmm. Never. I'll never be able to be the same because that was taken away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would have broken a lot of people's spirits. A lot of people would have given up and mm-hmm. I, really thought hard about it and trust me if i can make this podcast a full-time thing i would definitely give it up mm-hmm. so that i could sleep in and sleep more than four hours a day mm-hmm. be nice okay <laughs> we're not there yet nice we're not there yet Mm-mm. but honestly like going through so many of the you know of these hells like if you're in hell why stay there that's right like why yeah so uh, going back to the divorce thing like a lot of people are like, oh, you're just, you're just, um, yeah, you're just screwed up from your divorce. You're just, you know, like, you're ruined from it. You know, like a lot of people say that kind of stuff. And not those exact words, but that's pretty much the sentiment, right? Is like, I'll never be able to be in a relationship again because I'm too screwed up. And honestly, what I'm doing is I'm taking my time to get it right. Yeah. I'm honestly and taking the time. To know yourself. Yeah. I'm taking the time yes. to like get it right this time. Yes. Um, but a lot of people don't, you know, like a lot of people won't get back into a relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I'm doing it a little differently. I, I know, I now know what it takes and it's a big commitment to be in a relationship and it should be. Yes. It should be, it should be, it should be work. Honestly. Yes. And a lot of people say that relationship, you know, you know, it's right when it's easy. I don't, I disagree with that. I, I disagree with that. No. I, I don't think that relationships are easy. I think there are a lot no. of work. They are. And like, I will, I will get back into one. When mm-hmm. I know, I now know what it takes mm-hmm. and I know what it takes to get it right. And I know that I don't have that to give right now. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm definitely still processing the divorce, but like I'm moving through it. You know what I mean? I think you're right. My mom's yeah, a friend, 35 years, just can't get over it. Right. Why, why sit in that hell? Whatever that hell is that you're holding on to. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why this week we I'm going to talk it? about, uh, uh, it's kind of a heavy topic. So I was just waiting to save it, but like some pretty heavy realizations I've come to about my discomfort of being in Maryland. Mm-hmm. And it's actually a way deeper than I ever thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week we'll talk about that. Cause I've had some really good therapy sessions recently about it. Good. Um, but I'm trying to move through it. Yeah. Gotta move through it, man. Gotta, so like, I know when people say if you're, when you're going through hell, keep going and, and, yeah. and necessarily, I, I, I do see it as like the keep going cause like it'll get better. Yes. Right. But yeah. I also see it. I, I want you to think of it the other way too, of like, keep going. Like, like don't sit in that. Mm-mm. Like, obviously yeah. What's the it alternative will... if you don't keep going. Yeah. You're stuck for a lifetime. 
Yes. Yes, of misery and pain and yes. suffering that's just needless. That it's just is needless correct. to you and correct. to everyone who loves you. That is correct. Yes. So there's your quote for today. All right. Leah's on in a couple seconds for our Mental Health Monday. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I had such a great breakthrough in BetterHelp the last two weeks. Here, let me explain the last session that I've been on. I've been, you know, focusing on, and I told you I'll tell you more this week, and I will. Uh, but I'm focusing on getting comfortable in Maryland and why it's been so uncomfortable. And I had to come to some really dark realizations of why I don't like it here, um, or why I'm having a hard time like getting settled. And, and honestly, now that I've broken through it, I'm feeling so much better. And I'll have to explain that to you later on this week because it's kind of a heavier conversation. But I couldn't have gotten to that that without the help of better help. And, you know, we're going to talk about breaking up your therapist in a couple seconds, but honestly, like this one, like the first three sessions were really slow and I was getting kind of disappointed, but then like session four and session five of my latest round with better help, like boom, breakthrough. It's awesome. So you should never give up too soon. If you're dealing with stress, anxiety, if you're dealing with depression, family issues, if you've got any kind of trauma you've dealt with in the past, if you're having a hard time with change, like this is what BetterHelp is there for. I love it. It's so convenient. It's so easy. I use it. I pay for it because I'm such a fan. And I hope that you'll check it out or maybe recommend it to a friend. 10% off your first month too to go do so. If you go to betterhelp.com slash Kramer, you can start taking charge of your mental health today. And you can join the over 1 million people that have. I mean, there's a lot of people that use BetterHelp. A lot of people in this podcast uh, use BetterHelp. I use it. My sister uses it. Uh, I got a lot of friends that use it too. So it's, uh, it's good. It's good. Uh, go to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Go, go check it out. And I think you're really going to, uh, really going to find it a great change in your life because of it. I don't, I've never been through a therapy session or like round where I haven't like really discovered something about the situation or myself. So BetterHelp's great. Betterhelp.com slash Kramer for 10% off. All right. Also, today's podcast is brought to you by our friends at Gabby. If you've not tried Gabby yet, you really need to. It's crazy because obviously like, Gas prices are going up. Uh, clothing prices are going up. There's such a um, – uh, what's the, the – the, the chain is, is shorter than <laughs> the supply chain. is. It's tough right now. And all the experts are saying it's only going to get worse before it gets better. And I, I'm looking for all kind of ways to cut down on costs. You know that, right? And this is a great way you can save. It all started with my insurance from Gabby. You go – you go – you literally can save so much money. The average person that switches – Using Gabby, if you're like, well, let me say what Gabby is first. Let me go back here. Um, shopping for for auto insurance sucks. Like, it's not like that your highest priority. I get it. That's why Gabby does the work for you. And like, I did it, and it took all of just a couple of minutes to use Gabby to find the absolute lowest rate on my insurance. Gabby uses your current policy to compare your current coverage. With 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, Travelers, there's only one true comparison platform that's got fast, verifiable quotes, not ballpark guesses. And because Gabby uses your current coverage, they only show you the policies that are either the same or better than your current coverage, and many of them at lower prices. Yeah. Gabby is free to use and they never sell your, your info. So you never get like annoying calls or robo calls or spam and stuff like that. Right. I did it. Say I, I now pay $60 a month for my car insurance, $67, $68 a month. It's so much cheaper. People that switch to Gabby on average save $80 a month. 
$80 a month versus their current policy. So why wouldn't you check it out? It's not just me that loves Gabby. Gabby has been on uh, the TechCrunch. It's been, uh, not the tech, it's TechCrunch. Um, they've been on Forbes, they've been USA Today. Start saving on your auto insurance. Go to Gabby.com slash Kramer and start saving today. It's totally free. G-A-B-I.com slash Kramer. And uh, yeah, go check it out. Gabby.com slash Kramer. All right, Leah's up in a couple seconds with Mental Health Monday, so hang tight for that. First, uh, certified fans, hello. How are you? So good to see you. Thank you so much for all of your support. We are genuinely so grateful for you. Certified fans are people that can donate a couple dollars a month to become a kind of supporters of our show and you get a bunch of perks on the back end and mom, I'm getting nervous. My mom's birthday's coming up. Um, Uh-oh. It's next Monday, a week from today. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting a little nervous about it mm-hmm. because we need nine more new fans. Yeah. And uh, like, oh, y'all be texting. I see it because you can join by texting the word fans, F A N S to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. And like, I see y'all texting, but, uh, they are um, the ones wanting to bite the bullet. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if we're going to get there, but we, we sure do. We sure do appreciate it for sure. We Our do. goal is to get 10 new certified fans this month. And we've gotten one so far, yeah. uh, but we've got two weeks to finish this up. So let's finish up strong. If you don't mind, honestly, like if you don't mind supporting our pocket, it costs, it's $5 a month. Yes. It's not a lot of money, but what we do is we have enough people doing the $5 a month. Then like, it makes it really possible. And I don't have to like pay off for this whole thing out of pocket. You see what I'm saying? It's like everybody's, it's like a crowdsourcing kind of thing. So yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you for those that uh, that take the time to do that. Text the word FANS, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Uh, one of those perks is getting your um, episode dedicated to you. And when we have somebody new, that episode is dedicated to you. And when we don't, we go back and we thank someone who's been here for a while. Nobody knew today. So today we go back to, oh, certified fan number eight. Oh, that's an early one too. A very early on one. Hmm. Well, eight is no longer with us. So we'll go to number seven. Certified fan number. (laughs) Oh, wait, hang on. Actually. Oh, no. Uh, Sorry. That was wrong. Uh, Certified fan number eight is (laughs) Annie G. Nine is no longer with us. Eight's with us. Uh, Annie G. Annie G is from Imperial Beach, California. She has been with us uh, since uh, the very first day that we ever started Mm. this. June so, 3rd. We are super. Annie, and Annie's a great person on our Facebook page too. Annie, you are super, super. We are so thankful for you and yes, your, your support of this are. show. This episode is dedicated to you. So thank yes. you, thank you. Uh, Mom, here is her whoop whoop. I don't know. She probably never got one in the first place. She probably didn't, so I'm giving her three. All right. Whoop, whoop, whoop to Annie G. There thank we go. you. Thank, thank you, you so Annie. much. She's a super fan. Thank you for the support. Really, yeah. really appreciate that for yeah. sure. Uh, text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Mom, that is going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. Therapy doesn't always work. And that's, listen, woo, woo, right? Coming from the guy that's always preaching about better help and therapy and stuff like that. Listen, I'm, I've been to therapy for a decade and I love it. But when does it, when does it not work? On Monday, we get Leah on here. Leah is my therapist friend. Her name is Leah Aguirre and you are my therapist friend, Leah. And we do Mental Health Monday, which is just breaking down some mental health stuff, relationship stuff, anything you might talk to a therapist about. We just condense into about 10 minutes and hopefully it, it like kind of enriches your life a little bit without having to like overthink it. Breakups are hard. But sometimes they're necessary, and it doesn't matter what kind of relationship that you're in, right? But I think one that we're going to talk about with Leah today is what time, when do you have to break up with your therapist? Because sometimes it just 
ain't right. And actually, I get this question a lot with BetterHelp because people will come to me or any kind of therapy, really. And they'll come to me. and They'll be like, well, I'm just not. I had one session and like I'm not feeling it and they just don't understand me. And like blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, Leah happens to be a therapist. I do. And she does happen to get broken up with a lot, too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, I'm the heartbreaker. Are you? No, I am. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. No, and I will – That well, now you think people are just – my clients are dumping me. And it, I No, I'm not saying cl- – I meant more relationships people are, uh, are dumping you. That's what I meant with that, I mean, not, not your I clients. Think I've been dumped like everyone else, and I've dumped my fair share of people. <laughs> There's no pride Somebody, here. This this is a sensitive topic. No. I can feel. I feel like I just hit a nerve. Um. No. I mean, that's funny. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. I can tell you're laughing. Hysterical. Uh, okay. Um, wait. Wait. Okay. But sometimes you got to break up with your therapist. And I'm just trying. What we're trying to figure out today is like, when is that time, and how is that done? Because what I feel like a lot of people don't do is they don't. What I see a lot of just just from the outside point of view of someone that's done therapy for a long, and I listen. I even. I even do it. Like if I go to a new therapist, I'm like, ah, you don't even understand me. Like after like one session, mm-hmm. um, when, when and how do you break up with your therapist? So at any stage of the therapeutic relationship, I think, but I, this is what I, what I wish people knew is that, is that you don't have to stay with a therapist for the sake of being nice. You're, I mean, it, in all actuality, you're paying for the service, right? So even if it's with your insurance, you're paying into your plan. And if you're paying out of pocket, I mean, that it can be in a a huge financial investment. So it it is a massive financial for a lot of times it can be super expensive, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, you, it's almost like we, and, but unfortunately we live in a day and age where we expect instant results, right? Like I don't want to like, I'm paying you, what what's what's a what does a session cost uh un, without insurance? Without insurance, it usually ranges from I would say a hundred to like one hundred sixty or one hundred eighty. Okay, like that's a lot of money. That's a lot, lot of money. And uh-huh. like you're right, like I want to see results, but like so when 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 is that time? Like so when I think from the beginning you should shop around. So before you even like establish a therapeutic relationship, I always say call a bunch of therapists. So, um. For example, so there's Psychology Today, which is essentially a database um, of therapists in your area. So you can put in your zip code and you look up your the therapist in your area, and you can you can filter it out for like if you know anxiety or relationship problems or um, life transitions or trauma, whatever it is, and then you get your like list of people, and you can kind of go through. And oftentimes they'll have a link to their website, but they have a profile with like a statement of the type of therapy they do and their style. And so what I tell everyone to do from the get-go is to call multiple. And Uh, I've done this actually recently for my own EMDR therapist. I spoke to, I think, three or four, and I actually almost settled on one. And then because I liked our our connection, like I felt like seen and heard and she, I I liked her warmth and she just was kind of my type of therapist, but then she was, she didn't seem to have enough experience with EMDR and I'm an EMDR therapist. So I really felt like I needed someone. Can you you break down what that means? Because I don't think a lot of people know. Sorry. So um, EMDR is a trauma-based therapy. It's eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. And so it's specialized. So you have to do these trainings, get hours and, um, you can become certified. So I'm working towards that, but I've already been trained so I can practice it, but I've been doing it as a therapist for like three or four years now. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
pretty consistently more recently. So I knew if I wanted to get my own EMDR therapist, I needed to really have faith in that person because I knew the modality, right? Like sure. they, they fucked up or, you know, I would be pissed and <laughs> I'd sure. probably be focused on that, right? Right. Um, so anyway, so I met someone and I was like really into her. And then there were just some things where I felt like, okay, she she's newer to this. So I ended up actually emailing her and not, not, and I was like, I really enjoy talking to you. I just don't think it's a good fit for what I need right now, which is true, right? And sure. um, I called a couple more, um, then kind of committed to one too, because they were certified, but didn't feel like it was a good therapeutic work. Like I didn't feel connected, you know, I didn't have right. a good vibe with her. And then I finally talked to the one I have now and just really loved her. And also she was referred by someone I trust. And so it was a kind of a no brainer and I it was the best decision ever. But then I had to reach out to the other one that I hadn't even seen and said, you know, I appreciate your time. I'm going to go with someone else. And it, I was polite, you know what I mean? And they were, they were kind. Um, but I think you can do it at any stage, but I think it's so important to shop around and really ask questions and have a legit consultation with them. So I offer 10 minute consultations. Most therapists will do it. It's free. You just call in and share what you're working, working on or wanting to work on or what you're looking for in a therapist. And you have this conversation and usually you can kind of tell generally what the vibe is. Right. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but even so after one session, if you're like, if something feels off and you're just like, not therapy's hard. And especially if you're new to it, um, you know, I do it as a profession and then I see my own therapist and my parents are social workers and my friends are all therapists. So like I, for me, it's not that part that's difficult, but it is finding a connection. So if it's more about the connection and not feel seen and heard or feeling like they say something that just rubs you the wrong way, or you feel like they don't get what you're going through, I always say, if it feels really off and you really dread going back, don't go back. Um, wow, that's interesting. I've always told people give it three sessions because I feel like t- for me, that was typically the time where I felt like I I knew. Um, you're so you're saying, you're saying person, though, if you feel like it's like someone you're gonna have to explain yourself and not feel heard. And like, I think it's, I think it depends, right? I think it's one thing if you are new to therapy and you're like, this feels uncomfortable. I don't like talking to myself. Sure. Clients- that's what I fear is that people that are brand new, they've never done it before because totally. what I don't want to do is deter people from oh, I agree. going for more than one session and being like, this is, this is uncomfortable. I don't like it. I don't like I it. Agree. It's bad. So- it's bad. You know? I agree, but I also feel like, and God, I saw a tweet about this and it was really sad because someone was like, people tell you to go to therapy, but I've had, you know, it's been more damaging to me. Like I know so many people that it, they feel worse after and you're, and you know, this kind of segues off our change episode or conversation, but it's going to be uncomfortable. Like therapy isn't working unless you're somewhat uncomfortable because you're challenging things, True. you're talking about things you have a difficult time talking about. So it's going to be challenging. But if you're feeling like icky and you don't trust this person or there's really something that's like, nope, I would I would end the relationship. And you know, you don't have to call back, but sometimes it does help to to be like, hey, like I'm this isn't a good fit. I'm moving on. So they just have an idea. Um and but I agree. If you're brand new to therapy and it's more about the therapeutic process, I would give it to at least three sessions if it's not about the therapist. But I think if you're getting anything that's really distressing, I mean, I've known people that have said their therapist um, have like looked, like looked down, felt like they, they, um, oh God, I felt someone was telling me, I think it was actually a friend that when they saw someone previously, the person like they'd seen them once before and they came in for a second session and the person thought it was a first session and, oh, and like they'd never seen like them before. 
Mm-hmm. Like missed the ball on the information or like had like said all the wrong pieces. Like you were in for this and it was totally not anything that they had shared the first time. And clearly this person was probably burnt out and distracted and whatever. So like stuff like that. Like I would say if someone's like super, like, you know, we do do see, we do see a lot of clients, but it's our job to be familiar with the case and to, if we have a question and can't remember something to ask clarifying questions. And if someone's just like assuming all these things and, you know, totally has the wrong case when they're talking to you. I mean, I don't blame you for wanting to change. So I think you're right. I think it's determining, is it the therapy that I'm uncomfortable with or am Mm. I feeling really uncomfortable with a therapist? And unfortunately there are bad therapists out there and also therapists that maybe don't have the style you need. Right. So I might be too informal for a lot of people. And some people want someone who maybe um, is more formal or is more like psych provides more psychoeducation. They're more about like skill building or, you know, um, very technique heavy where they talk about and define it and all that stuff. And so then I wouldn't be for them. And that, that, if that's the case, then yeah, I, I think you need to move on and find someone that's a better fit. I've had the last three therapists I've personally had have been wonderful. They've all been vetted. Um, but the one, the couple two that I had, like think in my, like it was either high school or right or during college or something neither felt good to me and I didn't go back. And that's something I wish I would have done is found a different one. I think I was just so deterred. And, you know, when you're a young adult, everything's really overwhelming already, especially if you're in college and <clears throat> I didn't look for someone else. So I really encourage people to not get discouraged by a bad encounter because there are really good therapists out there. Right, right. I've had people that did it before. I went to therapy one time and, blah, 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 and yeah, then I guess I'll right. never do it again. That's right, really, right. That's really, that sucks. It sucks to hear that because it can be so helpful and I've loved it. Like I love, well, I obviously love doing it, but I love going. I like my therapist. I feel right. like every time I've, I've uncovered or like I've uncovered something new or had new insight. So I think well, it's necessary. what do when you, when your clients drop you, sorry, mm-hmm. but when they do like, is there ever, what person, my question is, do, do you need to have a conversation about it or you just don't book another session? I think it depends. So in my private practice, I've had that, that happens less, I think, because a lot of people like, um, at a clinic you're assigned to people, right? So okay. a lot of times people have a hard time with my age if they're older. Um, I think people do want a certain style or they're just, I think a lot of people are, are I think my age has been a huge barrier for a lot of folks. Yeah. Um, especially when I first started doing therapy, but in private practice, they kind of seek me out. So that typically doesn't happen as often, but it has. Um, and I think it depends. Say I was worried about someone's safety or well being, I would try to call and, um, check in or, um, have some type of conversation just to make sure they were safe or just get an idea of what they're going through and what they need. And, mm-hmm. um, sometimes I'll get, you know, spend sometimes too, I'll want to check in like, and I'm not always good at this. I think it's hard cause we're, we're overworked, but you want to be like, you know, like, do you have any feedback? Is there something that, um, I can do differently next time and even to give referrals to other people. So I think sometimes it's nice to have a conversation cause you can get feedback and grow as a therapist, but also, it can be empowering for the client to be like, Hey, I didn't like when you said this or you assumed this, you know what I mean? Mm, and got it. Um, even just for them to be able to say that can be pretty healing. So, sure. um, I think it's helpful, but I think a lot of people are avoidant. It's uncomfortable. It is awkward. Just like any breakup, it's awkward. So I sure. think oftentimes they just won't come back or they'll be like, they'll, um, cancel. Um, I think as a therapist, that's why I, I when I was looking for one, the, my most recent therapist, I was like, I had called and, or had emailed and said, you know, that I'm going to go a different route. And I was, respectful. Um, 
but I, I think it is awkward. And if you're going through it, you also don't have time to, I think a lot of people don't have time to like, they don't want to have to have a conversation with someone else. That right. They're already to like spare, spare, right. To like spare the yeah. feelings of the therapist, like, which is, you, yeah. Or like we right. saw each other a hand like once or, you know, and right. so, yeah, I, I think it's probably a situation. I don't think I've ever told my therapist that I'm not coming back though. In yeah. all my years of therapy, I don't think I've ever been like, okay, well, I just wasn't scheduling the session, you know, I don't know. I've only had um, one person after like an intake do that. And, but it was good. It was like, and it was like, Hey, just like for what I'm going through, this person has like this experience or right. um, expertise. And I appreciate it. I was like, no, I get it. You got to do it. And it's best for you. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, there she goes. Look at that. She <laughs> is, uh, has healthy breakup habits with, um, with therapy. And that's mm-hmm. nice. Um, she has an Instagram too. If you want to go follow it and uh, all of her, amazing articles links and everything else we can find them where um you can find so i'm on instagram at your modern therapist and i have a link to all my articles my blog my website so you can check it out on there all right that's it for today i'm excited tomorrow's show dramaggy is going to come on she's getting married for the second time for the first time this year makes sense so also tomorrow the podcast we'll talk about um my uh rendezvous over the weekend um so yeah hopefully you'll come back check it out if you've not left a review yet i would love that it's gonna be a review week i'm gonna remind you all week to leave a review it's been a while since we had a new review of the show so uh, it takes two seconds on apple podcast if you would just leave a leave whatever you think we deserve and like we could write out three sentences it would mean a lot to us so go down go review the show love you see you tomorrow goodbye okay that's it for today Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.